Welcome back to Out of the Bubble. My name is Rachel Peru, and you are now joining the fourth series of Out of the Bubble podcast. I can't believe in the last two years I've interviewed over 40 women, and I now have another jam packed lineup full of inspiring women, all with a story to tell. So sit back, grab a coffee, and enjoy. Welcome back to another episode of Out of the Bubble. And I'm sure I'm not the only one that has spent quite a bit of time on right move during lockdown, dreaming of buying and renovating French chateaus and beautiful properties that you can find abroad in the Mediterranean and having a real lifestyle change. And I'm sure actually I'd love to know the figures to see how many people actually go ahead and do it next year after this year's events. But there's a difference between sitting there and dreaming about it and actually going ahead and doing it. And today's guest, Debbie Bell, left with her partner Nigel Lawson to go and do exactly that. They bought a beautiful um, chateau near Le Mazine in France and ended up working with the Escape to Chateau DIY team with Angela and Dick and have documented on, on film their journey and it's been amazing to watch. So I'm really looking forward to catching up with Debbie today while she's back in England briefly to discuss just how or what it's like. So good morning Debbie, welcome back to the UK. Good morning, Rachel. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's nice to be nice to be back for a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> yeah, although you are now back in um, self isolation for a couple of weeks, aren't you? Which is going to be tough. That's right. Yeah, yeah. It's it's quite difficult, but it's at least the weather's really good. So that's because in back in France it's horrendous at the moment. Oh, is so, it? Uh, yeah, really bad. Really rainy and miserable. So actually, it's quite nice to see some sun. Yeah, well, I can yeah. sympathise with you because my daughter's got COVID, so we, we've had to self isolate oh, the last two no. weeks. So tomorrow's my last day. They've literally, Chuck and Joseph just showed me up and said, You're allowed to go out tomorrow. I was like, Yes. Because oh, wow. <laughs> it's oh, a long she's fine okay? actually yeah she's fine she's just had really bad headaches but not i mean the, um, younger, the younger ones don't seem to be getting it as bad do they so no no i don't think they do well no. that's good yeah. so as i introduced you um lots of people have these dreams about going and moving away to a different country and setting up a new life and i'm sure and i put my hands up i know during lockdown i've spent many an hour on right move and different property places but there's a difference between dreaming about it and going ahead and doing it and that's exactly what you have done which i just think is amazing and i love it (laughs) how did this all start have you has it been a long time kind of ambition that's brewed or was it more of a it is probably probably quite a long story really because i've always had a love for france and um when I was married, um, we, I, I'm not, not a big fan of flying. I hate flying. So myself and my ex-husband, we used to take the children over to France. So we toured quite a lot. We you know, started in Brittany. We went down, right down to the south. Um, over a number of years, we toured France a lot. Mm. Um, and I've always had a love affair with it and thought I'd love to move here, but never, ever, ever dreamed I, I would do it. And then... Um, I met Nigel uh, six years ago, and at our first meeting in Helmsley, in the pub in Helmsley, we were chatting about our lives and what we'd done, and uh, he saw I lived in France for four years. I was a dairy farmer in the uh, department of Allier, which is quite close to where we are now. And I said, oh, really? That's, you know, that's really, I, love, I love France. And he was like, yeah, is that, yeah, it's amazing that we had this sort of mutual love. So, um, and then as time went on, um, I found out that Nigel's mum particularly was a big fan of France and had visited the, Lim- the Limousin area um, over a number of years. Um, also returning to that area, that was her favourite area. It's very rural, very peaceful. 
And so you said, Nigel said, oh, mum keeps saying she, you know, she wants to buy a house. And I've said, no, 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 we're not, we're not buying a house in France. I said, well, why not? Let her, you know, let her have a house in France. Because secretly, of course, I wanted yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it was a bit of a mutual, uh, mutual thing, really. So um, we started looking on behalf of, of Doreen and Jim. And um, Nigel actually found somewhere on eBay, of all places. Oh, right. Uh, yeah, yeah. And the couple that had it to split up wanted to sell. It's a lovely stone-built property about half an hour from where we actually are uh, now. And um, so we went to look at it. Nigel and I did all this sort of stuff. He did the negotiations and sure enough, we bought it. And it was €60,000 or something like that. And it's a big, you know, it's a big solid property with two barns at either side in a village. Um, and so it sort of started from there, Nigel and I, uh, Nigel had had a heart attack, uh, well he had a pacemaker fitted about four years ago. Um, he was sort of slowing down slightly with the property side, he didn't want to buy any more properties over here in the UK. Um, I was in a, a job which I'd agreed to, to help somebody out and I hated it, um, hated working for somebody else again. So we said let's just get back to France as much as we can and so we were backwards and forwards, I think in the first year we were there about eight or nine times. Mm. Um, and then we said, it sort of evolved really. And we thought, well, why don't we look for somewhere uh, for ourselves? And um, we needed to run a business because we can't afford to live there. You know, we can't afford to just retire there or yeah. whatever. So um, we started looking um, and we looked at everything from sort of modern properties. We wanted to run a and b because my background is food. Nigel's is, uh, you know, in hospitality as well in recent years. So, um, so we started looking for somewhere we could run a B&B um, and uh, we, we sort of fell upon the chateau really. We, 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 I'm still convinced it was meant, it was definitely yeah. meant to be. Yeah. It really was. I say this to everybody because we'd looked at, um, we looked at a few modern places, didn't really like them. And then we had our hearts set on a, an old water mill, which was beautiful. And it had been run by a Dutch couple for many years. They were retiring. He was very ill and they'd been trying to sell it for six years. And so we got to the very end of the negotiations. We were about 10,000 euros apart. Um, and he just wouldn't, he wouldn't come down to it. Yeah, so he wouldn't sell. So we walked away thinking, oh, he'll come back. Yeah. Um, and in the meantime, we'd still been looking at other places and Nigel had, had seen the chateau um, with his mum and dad when I was back in England working. And it was just €100,000 out of our price bracket. But, we, you know, he loved it and he said, yeah. oh, you'd love the place. Best you don't see it, but you'd, you yeah. know, you'd love it. Yeah. And so the night we'd been sort of um, trying to negotiate with this, this Dutch chap, we'd gone back to the house um, in France and we were really down, really downhearted. And Nigel went on um, on Facebook and found that for one week only, the agent had put the chateau back on with a hundred thousand euro reduction. So it was yeah. like- It had your name on it. It had to be, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely incredible. So he, he rang Andrew straight away, the, the agent, who we'd got to know quite well by this time. Yeah. And. Uh, he said, will you just put an offer in straight away? And he came back to us within like an hour because the, the couple we bought off were English and back in the UK. Mm. And, um, and they accepted. 
so that and that's, that's how incredible yeah it really was just uh, a definite sort of sign i think <laughs> yeah. and how hard was it to leave to go to france how hard was it to leave friends and family because when you get when you get to midlife you do kind of get an established group don't you you do yeah i mean you know obviously i've got a very close small circle of, of close friends and but all my children and Nigel's children are all in the UK and Nigel's got two younger children who are sort of 17 and 14 so for him it's you know it's probably slightly harder yeah. but mine are all adult but even then my daughters particularly were you know what are you doing why are you doing this how can you how can you do it and I think particularly because you know we, we'd already been through a divorce and they sort of felt mums you know it, it's it's we're all splitting up again do you know yeah. what I mean we'd got yeah. back into this sort of place where we were all quite settled and then but I said to them you know particularly because of Nigel with his heart we said I said if we don't do this now we aren't ever going to do it because we've got you know we've got a lot of work ahead of us and um we we want to be still young enough to to actually do do what we need to do so it was very much if we don't do it now we're not going to do it at all yeah. um and there was a little, there was, you know, quite a lot of hard chats and um, difficult, yeah, my parents, um, again, I mean, they, mum's very sort of enthusiastic about it. She loves the fact that we're over, over in France, but again, it's quite hard not having that day-to-day -day contact, which we always had. Yeah. So we do, um, you know, we, we are in contact a lot and obviously... Uh, it's not that far from Limoges. Yeah. Pre-COVID, it was easy to get back to Leeds, Bradford and, and what have you. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so it, it was difficult in many ways. But I think two years, nearly two years on now, we're, um, yeah, everybody seems to be quite happy. And they've all been out. They've all seen it and yeah. love it. So, I yeah. think once, once you're settled there and they see what you've got and yeah. also, also what they can use... <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. I think it makes a big difference, isn't it? Yeah, it does. It does definitely, and it is. You know, it's not like my probably two younger children are a bit more. They'd like a little bit more life than than what we have out there. It's very very quiet, but um, you know they can see the beauty of it, and they come yeah. and they relax and chill out, and it's yeah, it's lovely. Yeah. Makes me um, want to go. Yeah. I used to have a, fan, a house in France because um, my, my sister yeah. there. my sister's lived there for thirty years. Oh, my dad really? also lives there. Um, so, um, but I, I used to have a house near La Rochelle, um, which I absolutely oh, loved. Oh, it's so we lovely. There. Oh, we were there a few weeks ago. We had a week away. Oh, it's and so we nice. And Ile de la Yeah, Ile de Rome, yeah. But actually, yeah, I had to, um, it got sold in the divorce, so I was gutted. So I still have, I have the same kind of passion and love affair for France. So you never know, one yeah. day I might get back there. Yeah. How, how did you feel when you actually turned up with the keys to this beautiful, I mean, how many bedrooms is it? It's, at the moment, we've got four rooms that we let out. Yeah. So four, four big, obviously very big bedrooms. But we, um, the potential to, to do a lot more is there so we're sort of on with different different projects at the moment so but we don't want to you know the idea has never been that we we don't want to go out there and uh, overload ourselves you know we've always had this particularly because of Nigel's health you know we we need a balance yeah. and and the tendency is to to want to do everything and try and do as much as you can but we have to pace ourselves a bit so we take a bit of a chunk at a time and um, yeah 
but it's so, beautiful it's so so oh, beautiful it's just a dilic it is yeah it's, I, I mean we can, we can't believe that that, that we've got it you still yeah. Nigel always says we pinch ourselves when yeah. you wake up and look at what you've got it's just yeah amazing yeah, place. I can imagine how easy yeah. is it being to integrate into the community to have did you speak French before you went or have you learned I had, yeah I had school girl French and a bit yeah. a little bit I've done a bit of conversational French in classes um back in the UK and uh, but Nigel, of course, was fluent because he'd been there before. So he's yeah. brilliant with all the, um, you know, the tax and the all the authority, dealing with all the authorities. And of course, yeah. we had to register um, a chambre d'hôte. So we had to go through all the, he did He did the sort of um, health and hygiene thing. He had to go on his own. So, And I'd already done all that in the UK, so I said, it's your turn. Yeah. <laughs> And it's much more slow, it's a lot slower pace, isn't it? In fancy oh, bureaucracy. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So he's um he's really fluent and he just says, just you know, just go for it. So I've learned I've learned quickly since I've been there. Um and because where we are is in a very, very small hamlet, it literally is um we've had a couple more people move in actually since we were there. So it's it's increased <laughs> it's increased its population, but it's been the sort of a farm next door then we've got a lovely French family with four boys ne right next door to us at the other side um, and then we've got two of the houses one with a, an elderly lady in um, and one with a couple that have bought a, a holiday home a French couple and then we've just had a lovely Dutch family move in with two little girls so it feels like it's sort of expanding a little yeah. bit yeah but real it's uh, yeah real mixture and they've, they've all um, they've all made us very sort of welcome you know the, the yeah, particularly Fred next door, he's him and Nigel sort of share things and borrow t trailers and goodness knows what. Yeah, so it's, it, it, no, we've never. I think because probably our attitude is, you know, we we've got to integrate into it, and we're, you know, we're living in your country, and we have to just sort of, you know. Yeah. What did you feel? What did you feel like when you actually opened the doors and had your first guests? Because I know that you'd done, you you set up a farm shop back in the, in the UK, haven't you? And you'd been running that. So you're no stranger to, to this kind of industry. But when, no. when it's a different project, how did that feel? Were you excited? Was it quite scary? No, we were, we were a little bit nervous the first, uh, the first guest. Yeah, it was, um, it's like crikey, you know, I've not done a and b before, but Nigel was saying, for goodness sake, you know what you're doing, just, just, and once you got that hurdle, that first hurdle over, then then we were fine. And now we just, um, because most of our guests have been French, Dutch, Belgian, so we've had we have had some English, but of course yeah. because of the situation, it's 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 not been easy. Yeah. But um, so so you have the added sort of stress of um, Nigel does the front of house, so I push him out, and he does all the chats. But then he makes me come out of the kitchen. <laughs> 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 Rubbish as well. He says it's good for me, which it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that, that, I don't mind the cooking and everything else. That's To me, that's the easy bit. But it's the going out there and putting your, putting your best French accent on and, uh, <laughs> and chatting. But they all, they're very understanding. You know, they, I always say my French is so bad please excuse me and they're, they're no 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 it's fine it's fine and they talk and explain as much as they can so it's good yeah and, and what a great way for you to be able to share your home as well and the love for your home with other people I can imagine it's it's brilliant to meet so many different people it is it's been you know we we think about 
you look back and I would never have ever dreamed uh, when I was maybe 25 that I would be doing something like this. Yeah. And um, yeah, meeting all these different people and interesting people. You know, we had a we had a, a French TV film producer came and stayed for two nights for a, they were coming to a wedding in the area and yeah. he brought his helicopter and landed it. In oh. the, our other guests were like, oh my word, this is incredible. And it was yeah. just, uh, I would never have experienced half of, of what we've seen really, which is, yeah. yeah yeah so it's interesting to say that you're actually not that comfortable being front of house and, and being the kind of out there person so how did you agree to going on tv and the escape to chateau <laughs> diy with dick and angela because that's that's a huge jump <laughs> yeah it's um i think it's only because it you know speaking a different language that's why i'm not comfortable i don't mind you know i'm quite sociable with with people and mm. and i just Again, I think it was just one of those things when we were approached. Um, I just thought, hell, why not? You know, let, yeah. let's just let's just do it, and um, it'll be fun. You know, and I, um, and it has been it has been great fun. And uh, you know, we're we're hoping. Well, the filming hoping hopefully filming is again fairly shortly. So um, yeah, we, we we'll probably be on again. But. Um, it was just one of those things I thought, yeah, it's great. It's great to tell your grandkids, isn't it? Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. And also, <laughs> it, you know, it's good for you to step out of that comfort zone, but also it, it puts your chateau in a great light, doesn't it? And it attracts exactly. more I business. Mean, yeah. That was, that was the, really the main reason. <clears throat> it was, um, yeah, an opportunity to be seen by thousands of people. And, uh, and it has created for us a, you know, even with COVID, it, it, it's people are still saying, right, we're definitely coming to see you next year. And yeah. so I think um, we've we've managed really well with French guests and uh, other guests this this year. But I think next year, should yeah. everything be okay, then we will probably have a lot of English visitors. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm sure. So yeah, it is um, obviously it's a huge um, advertised yeah. advertised campaign, isn't it? It's, yeah, it's really. How did it feel to have the cameras following you around so much? Did you get used to it or were you always conscious that they were there? Uh, I, yeah, I'm always conscious. I, we're always <laughs> conscious of that. Nigel's a bit more blase. He's, mm. you know, he just gets swearing and... Uh, <laughs> 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 no, I can't swear, can I? It's daytime. No, can't. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it, you're always aware that they're there, I think, aren't you? But it, 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 they're, they're very small crews. So... Um, and they're all lovely to deal with, so they just say, just you know, they, they help you along. So yeah. we, I, I didn't find it too bad. But having said that, when we'd finished filming, every day we finished filming, you know, you're absolutely shattered. It's yeah. quite exhausting. Yeah, because yeah. you can't. I can imagine you can't actually relax fully until the, the cameras no, are turned off. Yeah, no, exactly. And and you remember, you've got to remember you're mic'd up all the time, so you, you've got to be careful what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think you did very well this time, and I've watched them, and I think there's been certain times, I think one of them, when you were putting the arch up in the garden, I was thinking, <laughs> that's, you know, a typical relationship there with <laughs> trying to get it done together. You did very well. Yeah, the, um, the cameraman, he loved that. He, uh, he just was laughing so much, he said the camera was shaking, so he had to have <laughs> <laughs> tripod. Yeah, we did have some fun with it. Yeah, a lot, a lot of fun. So, um, yeah. <laughs> have you surprised yourself along this way? What surprised you the most about what you've been capable of doing? Because you have been really hands-on and done all sorts of different things that maybe you wouldn't have done oh. back in the UK. What surprised you most? Yeah, I think um, 
I think probably it's the amount of, of stuff we've we've done because we you know we went in thinking oh, we'll we'll just paint this room and we'll just you know uh, we it was essential we got the room the bedroom set up because we did need to get the income coming in so we we sort of whipped through those rooms really quickly and now I'm in the process of of starting to redo some bits some aspects and improve them but mm. I think it was probably everybody that's been said we can't believe what what you've done so because it was although it had been lived in um it, it had a slight air of of just not being loved and lived in fully so um we wanted to make it initially you know primarily our our home um yeah. and secondly um somewhere where we could invite people to come and stay for money so um yeah so we we did blast through a lot of stuff quite quickly and even at our age late 50s we were uh, we were tired but it was great satisfaction in knowing that you you know we've done that and we haven't had help because we yeah. we can afford it yeah we couldn't pay anybody to do anything so we literally you know stuff that i hadn't done before and um helping nigel put showers in and you know. locking walls down and <laughs> walls down and yeah. yeah so i was basically he's i mean he's the, the one with the, the talent for doing stuff but i was basically his, his laborer so yeah carrying bags of sort of broken bricks downstairs and all sorts really yeah, yeah. Yeah. You could tell, you could tell that you found the, the passion for what you're doing. You could tell, you know, even the fact that when you're having to wire wool all the, um, the railings on the balcony upstairs, it's not such a boring job. But when you've got views yeah. like that and the end yeah. result is gorgeous, you can yeah. tell that yeah. you've got that passion there. That, that yeah, yeah. Just, I think Nigel, Nigel's, the, you know, he's, I've got the sort of vision for what I want to, to, how I want it to look and how I want to make it. And he fully admits he doesn't have that same sort of, uh, sort of artistic temperament I suppose I've maybe got but he's very practical and he sort of carries carries out the things I think oh that'd be good to do that yeah and he's like rolling his eyes no you know do we really need to yes we do <laughs> so I'm I sort of push the projects and he <laughs> he carries them out but I don't make him do it <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah I've got all the time I'm looking around thinking, oh, that would be nice to do that, or shall we do that? And um, So, yeah, it, we probably work really well yeah. as a team together, really, yeah. How do, you, how do you spend your time off? How, how do you take time off? Is it easy to take time off when you're in Well, um, over the summer, we haven't had any time off. Mm. We literally been, we've taken whatever we could because we were all the time conscious that it might go at any minute. So. Yeah. Um, we uh, we took we took bookings. We were, for our first year, we had this fourth bedroom, and it's a big bedroom with a dressing room. So we've made it the family sort of a family suite, and that looks out over the balcony that you saw me doing the railing. So it's a beautiful room, beautiful view. Um, but it meant, of course, that there was four extra people. So I was um, you know sort of cleaning rooms, cooking for ten people at night, which was you know very very yeah it's full on yeah it was full on so we we didn't have any sort of time off at all through through the summer we were shattered we mm -hmm. really were so um nigel sort of said right we've got to block a week off in september because we just can't carry on at this pace you know it's, mm -hmm. it's too hard so we did have this week away in, in um, on the coast which was wonderful but the thing is because the place is so huge there's always jobs to do so we'll say oh, we'll have 
you know, Sunday afternoon, we haven't got anybody in, we'll sit, we'll watch a film, or we'll do, but we don't, we don't. <laughs> so we're all like, Nigel, I'll just go and do something in the veg garden, or I'll just go, because the flower bits are mine and the veg is Nigel's. So yeah. I'll go and do that bit in the garden. So you don't really, it's relaxation because yeah. you like to do it, but it's not, we don't sit down really. Yeah. Very often. Yeah. But it's interesting. Um, do, you, do you still feel though that, this, this change of lifestyle has given you a better work-life balance, even though you are doing probably more hours than yeah. you've ever done in a way, but it's something yeah. that you almost doesn't feel like work. That, that's what Nigel always says. He says, you know, he said it on the cameras and everything. It's, it doesn't feel like work work. Mm -hmm. A, because we've both been self-employed, um, we're not used to answering to people. So doing this, it's, it's ideal because we're still able to um, have an income and yet we're doing it you know purely for us so uh it doesn't it doesn't really feel like work and every you know i keep saying every uh, every bit we do we're improving the property you know should we eventually get to the stage where we do want to sell it it's mm. going to be a completely different property to the, to the one we bought yeah, yeah. so yeah it, it is uh, it has changed our lives completely and it, and there's a when i come away from france it makes me realize how much at home, I am there really. Yeah, you know, in, in quite a short space space of time, really. Very short. Yeah. yeah. And I, I mean, the only reason we come back really is, and this sounds awful, is we just want to see our families and yeah. spend time. You know, we have to do some jobs as well, but uh, you know, otherwise, the peace that we've got there is is just so wonderful. Yeah. 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 Why would you want to leave that? Why would you want to leave? And it is it is like stepping back in time as well, probably to when. You know, I was in my te teens. It's that sort of feeling. Nothing's immediate. You know, you yeah. can't can't just get on the internet and get something immediately delivered to you. And um, it does pull you back a little bit. I think. Mm. Yeah. No, yeah. I think it sounds a delight, Debbie. Yeah. <laughs> What's the best piece? Converted. <laughs> yeah. What's the best piece of advice you've been given along the way? Um. Hmm. Probably just to immerse yourself in it, immerse yourself in, in the whole the whole way of life. Um, and, and I think I think we have done that, you know, yeah. we, uh, we 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 don't get out sort of out to eat very often because it's not the area we're in isn't um, a gastronomic area, put mm -hmm. it like that, but but all the brocants and the little village fates mm -hmm. and Things that last year we did attend a lot of, and this year unfortunately have been a lot being cancelled. But that that part of immersing yourself fully in it, and I think it does, yeah, it, yeah. it, it make your life there um, really sort of, yeah, it makes you really value it. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. It makes you want yeah. to just go there now and have some French yeah. cheese and walk around the market and pick up some nice things yeah. that everyone can't. Yeah. <laughs> and what advice could you give to people that might be thinking about it that have this dream but don't actually know how to get started? Well, I I think now, particularly now is the, is the best time. If you're going to do it, you need to do it fast. Yeah. Before Brexit. Yeah. I mean, there's absolute, you'll know, there's some absolute bargains to be had in terms of property yeah. um, in France um, you know you can buy something that you is a wreck and you want to do up or you can buy something you can walk into mm. for um, probably a third of the price of anything in the UK anywhere yeah. um, and just 
you know, if you really want to do it, just just do it because, you know, it sounds stupid. Imagine now, I always thought, think of him and I getting together was like, it was a catalyst for, we would neither, neither of us would have done it separately. Yeah. And yet together we were a force that could, could do it. And yeah. um, it'd be difficult doing it on your own, but, you know, I still maintain if you really want to do it, if we can do it, anybody can do it. Absolutely anybody. Yeah. Well, I just I love your story and I love being able to watch you. It's been brilliant. I hope you don't, can't wait to watch the next series when it comes out with you. It's brilliant to watch your progress. And you never know, next year I might manage to get there myself. I'd love to come and yeah, visit. Yeah, too. Yeah, it'd be lovely to see you. <laughs> so yeah. my last question that I throw at all my guests, because women are notoriously bad at giving themselves compliments. So how would you compliment yourself, Debbie? Um, probably my best... Um, Asset is is I'm practical. I'm practical and um, sort of fairly down to earth. So if somebody set me a, a job, I would do it. I'm not saying I'm I'm not a whiz, but I could just I would crack on and and get on with things. Yeah, yeah. That's probably mine. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, you've shown lots of determination. That's for sure. How can people find you? How can people find out about? Well, we've got a website, um, www.chateaujou.com. Um, we're also, you can follow us on Facebook. We have a Facebook page and Instagram. So, um, yeah, I'll just send us an email. Um, but everything, everything's on the website. So, Great. yeah, there's lots going on, lots of plans for next year as well with a few retreats, uh, yoga retreats and a little bit of cooking with me in the kitchen. and well, lots exciting. Of and bubbles in the hot tub hopefully which we're hoping to have installed this winter so oh, yeah lots coming up well enjoy your time in the uk and i bet you will be uh, can't wait to get back to your chateau in france but thank you so much for joining me today it's been an absolute pleasure thanks rachel thank you debbie bye bye Thank you for listening to this week's episode and i will be back next week with another inspiring guest and I hope you all have a great week. If you'd like to contact me, you can find me on outofthebubblepodcast.com. And in the meantime, keep being fabulous. <laughs>